0: And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
1: You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts. slash forever 35.
2: Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dory Shafrir. Well,
1: hi, Dory. I'm Kate Spencer. Well, hi,
2: Kate. Hi. We are not experts. No, but I'm pretty sure we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. That is accurate and this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts and we do answer your questions to the best of our ability.
1: And we always ask that you remember we are not experts, we're just podcast hosts and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. But if you would like to reach us, our voicemail and text
2: number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. You can follow us on Twitter at forever35pod and on Instagram at forever35podcast. And you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast. The password there is serums. And I just want to make a quick make a quick announcement slash reminder slash note that we are doing office hours again this month. So if you want to sign up for half an hour of our time, you will have time with either Kate or me. You can do so on a form that is linked in the show notes and on our website. And it's kind of, it's basically first come first serve. We do just ask that you fill out the form so we learn a little bit more about you and then you will get um an email about how to sign up.
1: Join us. Please join us. It's really fun. We love getting to chat with people about podcasting and anything else they want to talk about professionally, but normally it's podcasting.
2: Yeah, it's usually podcasting. Or
1: writing. I've had a couple of writing convos. Yeah,
2: writing, writing. Um Yeah we probably can't answer your questions
1: about like becoming dentists. Yeah, that is outside of our purview. I mean, we're welcome, you know, like, we're excited for you.
2: Totally. And we support you. Yep. But we just can't help
1: you. (laughs) Definitely not. I can barely (laughs) floss my own teeth. I mean, literally. Oh, my gosh, I do it once a day. (laughs) Do you floss twice a day? No, I floss once a day. We're both nighttime flossers, right? Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Who are you morning flossers? show yourselves.
2: Yeah. Like what's your deal? I mean, I will, of course I will occasionally floss if, you know, something catches in my teeth. But I'm pretty sure there are
1: people who rise and floss.
2: Wow. Like like what could have gotten in your teeth from the time you flossed at night after you ate to the morning? That is
1: confusing. I think they're just very responsible teeth cleaners. Interesting. I think my mom might've been a three times a day flosser. Wow. She really was into her teeth.
2: I mean, respect.
1: Yeah. RIP. But, you know, she took great care of those chompers. (laughs) (sighs) So, Dory, speaking of chomping, you're you're chomping your hair. Wow. What a segue. What a segue, right? (laughs) That was a good one. You're, yes, you're, I'm getting
2: I'm getting a haircut tomorrow. Are you doing it outside? How's it going to how's it going to work? How's the pandemic am, haircut working? Supposedly it is outside.
1: With your usual person or a different person?
2: So, okay. So the woman who I got my color from at a salon is now doing color from the I have not been so I cannot but the way she describes it as it's the deck of her house. Nice. So I made an appointment with her to get color and then she is working with the guy who cuts my hair who is from the same salon and he's going to cut my hair tomorrow in conjunction with this color.
1: Oh, I'm so I'm so excited for you.
2: So I'm excited. My hair is so long yeah. as you know, and I like it, but it does I think I just need like a I need a trim. And yeah, I mean I I definitely was very nervous about doing this and now I feel like I'm entering this kind of new pandemic phase of like assessing risk of activities and modifying them accordingly. To be safe,
1: totally, I love that phase for you i i've, you know? I've, I've, I've oh, been thank in, you. I've been in that phase, I think for a little while um and I did get my hair cut outside, yeah, yeah I talked about that on the podcast right i, I, I yeah, like, I think you did I can't remember, but i I do think I, I think that is kind of where I know I've landed, especially having two kids and figuring totally you know trying to keep them their mental health in check is like you do have to kind of figure out what for you is worth a risk and how to do it in the safest way possible. And then go from there.
2: Yeah. And I think it actually, my, my my thinking on this started shifting when Matt went back to work Mm -hmm. because I'd been so nervous about him going back to work, but knock on wood, it's been fine. They have all these safety things in place. No one's gotten sick. They're really strict about masks. And I've been like, okay,
1: like there is a way to do things safely. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, there's always going to be a risk. Yes. But right now, this is our reality. Um, Totally. And, you know, I think as some listeners have pointed out, like, especially we had a lot of listeners who reached out who lived alone, who were like, I've had to figure out how to have human contact or otherwise I was going to totally lose it. Yeah. And that human contact has value. And mm-hmm. we have to figure out how to, you know, it's for for people who, you know, it, it was a safe thing to do um, in terms of, you know, immunocompromisation. <laughs> I don't know if that word is right. You know what I'm saying. I do. I do. So, so what else? Uh, how have you kind of like opened up a little bit? Have you done anything else?
2: Yes. So last weekend, I did an outdoor play date with a couple of friends and their children who are all Henry's age. And, you know, they're all people who I know are taking the virus seriously, but I was also like, can we not have food at this gathering of three children? And you know what I mean? Like I was just like, let's just have the adults be as super safe as possible. Like we were all masked the entire time. There was no food, no drinks. The kids had snacks, but the kids are all under two. So the kids were not masked. I mean, they barely interacted with each other anyway.
1: Sure. They're, like, they're, they're under two.
2: Yeah. Um, but they were not masked. And it was nice to just like see people in person, but also give Henry a chance to play and be somewhere else. And so, so that was really that was really great.
1: Well, Dory, I'm glad it's all going okay.
2: Yeah, me too. I mean, you know, I think I'm still being very cautious and kind of assessing everything individually and asking myself, like, not only can I be safe, but can I be confident that the people I might be with will also be safe?
1: Yeah. And I think as we go through this pandemic life there will be times where we do something that we then realize was either like not worth the risk or we weren't as safe as we could be and i think we have to like instead of guilt tripping ourselves into an eternity just like recalibrate love ourselves and move forward yeah do you know what i mean
2: i do i do but like i do think it's also important to like really it's it's a it's a Tough line because I wouldn't want to be like, well, I went to that, you know, house party with fifty unmasked people, but I'm just gonna like love myself and move on.
1: <gasps> okay, fair. But I was <laughs> you know not. I, mean? I was not speaking about a house party. But there. <laughs> no, <are> the- <laughs> I know,
2: I know. But I think there is like, there does have to be a point at which you're like, okay, I'm not going to do this thing, or you know, I did this thing and I really fucked up and I am not going to do this again and not just be like, it's cool.
1: Yes. A a hard agree. Maybe I was taking a more, (laughs) a more loving tone.
2: No. And I, and I think that there is a place for that. And I agree. That's why I say it's a fine line because you don't want to obsess over every single thing that you do and like second guess yourself about, you know, everything that you've done. But at the same time, I do think it's important to like evaluate those risks and not take those risks that you might be kicking yourself for after the fact.
1: Yeah, or putting or putting yourself or someone else at risk.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I don't think any of us has all the answers and it's it's really tricky and we're all kind of navigating this as we go. <sighs>
1: So hard to know what to do. So
2: it really is, but fortunately, you have a pop culture recommendation. Oh my
1: god, that will make us all feel better. Have you watched this yet? I have not. Okay, friends. My husband the other night was like, oh, "I'm going to watch some TV." I'm like, what are you watching? He's like, "Ted Lasso," and I was like, "Oh, the new Jason Sudeikis picture." It's not a picture; it's a television picture. show. You know. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I'll watch it with you. He was like, he's our had already watched like three episodes. So I jumped in in the middle of the show and. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm now in the process of going back and restarting it, but I loved it. I really, it is delightful. It's delightful. It's heartwarming. It's funny. You've got some hot soccer players. It's just. It's a very charming show, and Anthony was Anthony as he was like telling me about it, trying to get me to watch. He's like, "I think it's kind of like Schitt's Creek, a show he has literally never seen." Oh my gosh! But his amazing. his theory was like, "I think it's I think it's similar to Schitt's Creek in the way that like even if people are jerks, they're still kind, and like the show is rooted in kindness." I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess you do get Schitt's Creek," and Ted Lasso kind of has that same like. It really, you really are rooting for the characters, and there really is a lot of heart to it, and it just felt like an easy show to digest in this time. That's great. Sounds perfect. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis is doing a some sort of Southern accent. I guess it's based on a character he did, like on like a football show. I don't quite look, I don't, I'm not up on everything Jason Sudeikis has done, but it's a, it's a American football coach is hired to go coach a professional soccer team in the UK, even though he's never coached it. That's basically what it's about. It's really charming. And, uh, it's on Apple, it's on Apple plus Apple TV, whatever the heck Apple calls itself. That's where you can find it. So recommendation for me, if you need a little bit of a cozy TV show.
2: All right, should we take a little break?
1: Yes, please, because when we come back, we're finally talking about hand soap. Oh, thank God.
0: This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all
2: Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off, honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life
1: with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say, So you may recall a few episodes back, we somehow got on the topic of hand soap. I think by by somehow meaning, I said, can we talk about hand soap? (laughs) And fancy hand soap, regular hand soap, who are the fancy hand soap buyers? We heard from so many of you. So many of you feel passionately about hand soap, which thrills me. Totally. So, we are going to share some messages. Um, and I did want to, I, I do want to point out before we get started, two names came up in the conversation multiple times. On the high end side, Byredo. On mm. the lesser high side, Trader Joe's Orange Blossom. Mm. So, just make a note of those if you're in the market for a soap. Okay. So, here's, here's a text. Responding to Kate's call for fancy hand soap people, it's me. As the person in our household who cooks, cleans, and takes care of the baby, and don't forget the pandemic, I wash my hands so many times a day that I want to make the most of this 20-second ritual with a product I like to look at, feel, and smell. My regular and worthwhile indulgence is the Aesop a la Dory Resurrection Hand Wash. It's spendy, yes, but I use it all day, every day. The bottles are big and last for months, and it delights me every time. And when I can't get my squeaky clean little hands on the fancy stuff, I also love the Trader Joe's a la Kate Tea Tree Hand Soap. 35 forever, sad hands, never.
2: Hot tip. Great. Okay. Yeah, totally a hot tip. Um, would you like me to read this next email? Take it away, Dory. Okay. Greetings, cat and door. It's finally my turn to pause the pod and email you. I'm a full-time soap maker and can definitely answer Kate's questions about hand soaps. Yes, there is a difference, and paying more often means getting better quality ingredients. I'm not going to try, I'm going, no, I'm going to try not to nerd out too much on soapy science, but pure soap is a natural oil slash fat combined with a strong alkali, like sodium hydroxide. When mixed, they go through a process called sap, sapon, saponification. I think that's how you say it, saponification?
1: I think so. It's a beautiful word. It is.
2: Which creates soap. Most of the stuff you can get at the grocery store is usually made with chemical detergents instead of actual soap. The fancy, expensive stuff is usually made from more natural products like coconut oil, almond oil, olive oil, or in some cases, animal fats. Both soaps and detergents will clean your hands and kill nasty germs. It's all a matter of what you prefer to use on your skin and how your skin reacts. Finally, I'd like to have a quick plug for using bar soap on your hands instead of liquid soap. Bar soap is much more environmentally friendly, less packaging, lasts longer, and is cheaper. It may seem weird at first for lifelong liquid soap users, but multiple studies show that germs do not live on soap and don't transfer from user to user. Your entire family can use the same bar safely. I am biased, but I recommend getting a bar from your local soap maker instead of the mass produced stuff at the grocery store. It's much different than the stuff your grandma had that would dry out your hands. Thanks for letting me nerd out on soap. Wow. Wow. Now, this was an
1: education. Yes. Dory, we do want to give this listener and her soap store a shout out. We do. do. She runs the Oakley Soap Company, and we will have a link. To her shop in our show notes, so you can buy some handmade soap. And her Instagram is beautiful. I was perusing it.
2: Well, the website is just the
1: oakleysoapco.com. dot com. Thank you. We will, Dori. we will
2: have a link in the show notes. Um, and her soap is beautiful. Yeah, it is
1: beautiful. And she, on her website, she says unpretentious soap for unpretentious people. Yeah. Now buy some of her soap. I identify as pretentious, but I think I can still. <laughs> uh. I think I can still use that soap. It's beautiful, uh, and I, I, this was really, you know, I, I, I appreciate this too because I am kind of like hand um, bar soap a- adver- averse. You know, I don't know, like uh-huh, bar. Uh-huh. My dad always has a bar soap in his bathroom, and it's always like in a puddle of water, and I'm like, oh, I don't mm. want to touch it. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe we bring back bar soap for our hands. So I start. I actually have done this. I started using
2: bar soap for my hands in the bathrooms. And I also, and I use bar soap in the shower also instead of shower gel. I switched. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah, I think it's, it's totally fine. It's so much less wasteful. Great suggestion. I'm using,
1: I'm mostly using Dr. Bronner's. Oh, I do like, a, I, I like Dr. But they make a hard soap? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah, always... They have a whole line, they have a whole line of bar soaps. Oh, I just think of those big ass bottles up there. I know. <laughs> I know.
2: Um, but no, they 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 do have bar soaps in many different scents.
1: Very interesting. All right. Oh my well, gosh, what? Kate, what? she
2: has a soap inspired by David from Shits Creek. Shut up. Is it black and white? Yes.
1: Oh my god! And it's called Ew David. Oh I see it! Oh my god! Oh my god, this is so cool. Oh, I you gotta have to get it! I do have to get it. Oh my gosh! Okay, this is amazing. Oh, I love it. It's beautiful. It's a fairy, David. That's so funny. Oh, these are really funny named soaps. Calm down, Karen. Mister Golden Son. Oh, this is just a real treat. All right, so we have a voicemail. Hi, Cat and Door. This is Amy. First, thank you so much for your podcast. Um, While we've been in quarantine and kind of thereafter, I've really enjoyed listening to your chats. They're very calming and go well with my like nice nightly potion
3: routine um for my face. I'm calling about the Fancy Hand Soaps.
1: I hear you on the Fancy Hand Soaps. It kind of feels like a scam, but I often think that like fancier brands will give you nicer smelling things. and so. A scent might be like less saffron or like less aggressively floral and more like the thing it actually is. But I'll say Trader Joe's makes a orange blossom
3: honey hen soap that smells expensive and feels nice and is 2 and I would highly recommend it. Um, anyway, thank you so much and bye. Well, there you go.
1: Another listener texted us and said, My splurgy feeling hand soap is from Trader Joe's. It's the orange blossom honey hand soap and it is lovely. So apparently this is like a cult fave hand soap. Totally. Wow, I should have I should have picked some up. I know. I, I know. I need to do a TJ's run specifically for this soap. Yeah, I'm gonna get some. All right. We have one final soap voicemail.
3: Hey, guys, I'm calling from Sydney. I had to pause the pod. Um, when you were talking about hand wash, I also thought that it was just something kind of extravagant and not worth my time until someone gifted me a Byredo one, and it literally changed my relationship with scent. I, I like, slather it on my hands like perfume, and there's something about the quality of the Byredo hand soap of which uh, I've got vetiver, and it um, it stays. Like, it stays on me like a perfume, and I feel like I'm wearing a Byredo perfume all day, which then led me down the rabbit hole of perfumes, which is what I called about last time. <laughs> um, anyway, so I think expensive hand soaps definitely have a place in a splurge, as a splurge, and try the Byredo. Thanks. Bye.
1: Okay, so okay. another <laughs> another listener called in to tell us that she was never like a hand soap stan until she was a fancy restaurant and they had the Bireto suede hand soap in the bathroom and Ooh. she kept going back to wash her hands because she liked the smell so much. Oh
2: my god, that's so fun. And then
1: bought it and like uses it sparingly because it's so delicious. So I didn't even know Byredo made soap.
2: Yeah, I think of them as a
1: perfume company. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the more you know. The more you know. Seems like a nice gift idea per this caller. Totally. Like something that you probably wouldn't buy yourself, but it's really nice to receive. Exactly. Exactly. So I'll keep that in mind for the holiday season for you, Dory.
2: Okay, thank you. A big, Likewise.
1: Big bar. We're just <laughs> going to <eat> each other. <laughs> Bye. <random soap. laughs> just oh. Uh. All right, let's take another break. We'll BRB again. Okay. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad; they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay, which is okay. I know there's a bull on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, Oneskin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and
0: tell them we sent you. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Visit ebay.com for terms.
2: So we got a voicemail that is very interesting to me personally, and I believe to you. So here we go. Hi, um,
3: I'm just wondering what everyone is doing who is working from home about all the clothes they don't or can't wear anymore. I'm frantically, not frantically, but um, just like overwhelmed by my closet. (laughs) And I feel like I wear different things now. And do I keep the like nice clothes for like going out to a restaurant or going to an event? in storage or do I just donate it? Um, But who's going to buy that stuff? I don't know. Um, just pack it away. I don't know. Just wondering what everyone's doing. Um, I want to hang. I am hanging like more of my everyday things up in my closet that I wear on a daily basis. But I just have so much like some nice stuff, some cool stuff. Um, that it's hard to to let go of in this like pandemic time. Okay. All right. Love you guys. And, um, thank you so much for
2: everything you do. Bye. I love this question. I had a hunch that you
1: might. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because I feel like, as, as I have discussed, I have been going through my closet somewhat ruthlessly and getting rid of stuff. And this thought has crossed my mind of like, I don't want to get rid of all my stuff from the before time because presumably there will be an after time, God willing, and I will need insert fancier clothing item here. And I now don't have any because I got rid of everything in a, mm-hmm. in a frenzy of decluttering and downsizing. So I totally relate to this question. And what I've tried to do is to Take a very critical eye to my clothes and say, okay, I haven't worn this shirt in six months, but before the pandemic, was I wearing this a lot? Did it bring me joy? Does it fit? Do I feel good in it? And some of my things like, like, uh, clear that bar, but some of them don't. Mm. So that's kind of the the checklist that I've been running through with my clothes and my shoes. like if I see a pair of shoes that i I haven't worn during the pandemic, but I think about, okay, well, when was the last time I wore these, and it was like two years ago, yes, then like no, I don't really need these mhm but. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll actually give what I think is a perfect example. The dress I wore the night of the iHeartRadio
1: Podcast Awards when we won the award for Best Fashion and Beauty Podcast. You know, are we ever, ever going to top that moment in our lives?
2: Literally, no. It'll be the last
1: award I ever win. And I'm okay with that.
2: (laughs) Um, And I wore a dress and a pair of shoes that I I mean, I definitely have not worn during the pandemic, but the shoes I've had for like two or three years, and I've worn maybe three times, but I love those shoes. I loved how they looked. They made me feel great. The dress was newer, but I can't imagine that it will be a dress I will wear frequently, but I love the dress. I loved how I looked in it. I loved how I felt in it. I love the colors. I love the cut. And so... It's a fancy dress that I'm probably not gonna wear for at least another year. But when the time comes to wear it again, I will be very happy that I have it.
1: Amen. <laughs> the end. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think that's I think that is the way to do it. I mean, I I basically wear like sweatsuits and pajamas and leggings ninety-eight percent of the time right now. Totally. Same but the clothes that i love that i think will still you know like bring me joy and i will wear after all of this is done i'm going to hold on to i do think you could pack away some stuff though yes i agree like what is the point uh, of like a blouse
2: seriously i mean listen what, what is, is the, the point
1: of- what is the point of a blouse period but you know like a silky top i'm not wearing that yeah. anywhere No. So if you can make space in your, you know, you can put stuff aside and make space if you have space in your home and go from there. I think that's also, it's tricky because I don't think a a lot of places are not able to accept clothing donations right now for a variety of reasons. So it's, it's hard to get rid of stuff in a responsible way. So I don't know.
2: Conversely, if you feel like you need to like, build up your wardrobe of fancy or clothes or work
1: clothes, this is probably the time to do it. You know that. People are getting rid of so much stuff. That is a great point. That is a great point. Right?
2: Like yeah. I bet if you were like, I actually really need a work wardrobe. Now would be the time to like get on Poshmark, go to Goodwill, go to the, all the second, you know, all the second and clothing sites. Like I bet people are dying to get rid of this stuff. Probably yeah. get a lot of
1: stuff for cheap. Yeah, Dory. Ooh, what a time. I'm reframing that narrative. Build up those work closets right now. Yes. <laughs> All right. Food for thought. I hadn't thought about that. Ooh. Right? Might be a time for deals. Ugh. Yeah. Deals and steals. Oh, no, I love <laughs> deals and steals. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, well, you know. On that note, dearest listeners of this podcast, we love you. We do. We really do. Oh boy, we do. Um, thanks for listening. We will be with you in a few days. Well, wait. We have to. Do oh my God, we have an day. activity. Oh God, sorry. Okay, Dory, we we have a very basic activity of the day today.
2: I- I'm ready for
1: it. Wash your hands. <laughs> Great activity. I mean, look, it's a great pandemic activity. Maybe we try to find a little pleasure in the hand wash today. And you know what? If you've got a little moisture, throw some of that on too. Give yourself a little lotion, a hand massage even. Ooh, nice. Take care of those hands today. Totally. All right. Well, now officially on that note, we we're are, we're
2: out. We are, we're done. Yes. Okay. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.